night, everybody. We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. We're back. I'm taking another trip with Keanu Reeves, but we're going to the ocean this time. Yeah. We're off the bus and in the ocean. Yep. <laughs> and we're going with a summer blockbuster here. Um, that TV picked. What'd you pick, TV? Oh, I picked a uh, a classic action movie from back in the 90s. Point Break. Oh, yeah. I've heard a lot about this, but it's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, I, I just discovered it over quarantine. And I just was watching a ton of crap. And I found this, and I was like, I got to talk about this with other people. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but I, I need everyone else to see it too. Kind of feel like it's one of those that you see stuff like parodied all over the place, or you know, you'll see like scenes from it in like top one hundred greatest thing. Yeah, I mean, I can see why it would be parodied a little bit. Um, it is the idea of it is kind of crazy and ridiculous, and I think that's kind of a, a something about this movie. It is like the premise is so just weird, but I don't know. We'll talk about it. Um, I guess I can give a brief. Synopsis according to IMDb, um, an FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers. TV, I've got a question for you. Have you ever fired a gun whilst in a high-speed car chase? <laughs> Have you ever fired a gun while looking at your friend and then turning into the air and screaming? <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> That's where I, I think I first heard about this movie was uh, the reference, yeah, the Hot Fuzz thing that we were just doing. That <laughs> <laughs> guy's just asking about, yeah, all these action movies. And I think they, like, actually showed that clip of Keanu in this movie, <laughs> screaming at this air and shoot, shooting. Yep. So it has been parodied, yeah, literally, yeah, <laughs> in a different movie that I love. Yeah, uh, there will be spoilers eventually but not yet we're probably gonna just talk about general thoughts and vibes i guess you know now that i'm a what we're talking about surfer movies we're gonna talk about vibes mm, them good vibrations bad vibrations who knows but we'll, we'll we'll warn you when we get to the spoilers so if you're worried about that we'll tell you well look i i won't hide my feelings about this i really like this movie um it's dumb sounding and at times it is kind of dumb i think but man it's like a little deeper than i think it should be in a good way like it, <laughs> it there's like more depth there i think it's like because the concept just is ridiculous like what they're bank robbing surfers and i mean that still is kind of goofy but for whatever reason i think this movie like manages to really pull it off um in a, in a really good way in a really cool way Definitely. I mean, the the cop going, maybe, you know, pushing the limits of the law while undercover is a pretty old tale, but this one definitely takes it uh, somewhere different, I think, than we're used to seeing. It's interesting that it is able to pull it off, I think, because it's such a weird combination, you know? And I'll admit, I'm not too in with the surf for culture thing i think it's kind of dumb myself but what? you know <laughs> it 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 works for what they're going for yeah because there's always i think there's a kind of a 
what there was a trend maybe it was the 2000s where it's like the extreme sports like thing like triple x or whatever like i never saw that but i assume they're horrible the I x don't games know. yeah yeah it's just, x games mm-hmm. well and there's they have that movie vin diesel movie triple x i think he's supposed to be like an extreme sports criminal or something something like that does like a snowboard thing out of like mm-hmm. a skydive thing right or other? i think so i'm yeah i've never seen it but but yeah, I'm always kind of worried about that too when like a movie like tries to incorporate. I guess I don't know if surfing it does seem like it could be extreme. Um, it's it's definitely probably hard to do. So maybe I don't know if it counts as extreme sports or not. But it, I I do agree. I, I I was a little wary when I first watched. I I think I watched it mostly because I was like I'm just gonna laugh at how dumb this is, and I ended up being like, oh, <laughs> this is why, why do I love this so much? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get you, TV. This movie is a lot deeper, I think, than what I thought it was going to be, too. Because mainly Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze's characters, like, bromance throughout it was very interesting, I thought. Just that character dynamic where Patrick Swayze, as the, the surfer dude, is like, you always got to be pushing it to the extreme. And Keanu's character's like kind of digging it and kind of maybe is he going to go to the, the surfer side? I like that quite a bit. Yep. It definitely wouldn't work if those two didn't work. For sure, man. I mean, I think Patrick Swayze is pulling a lot of weight here. Uh, like, look, I love Keanu. Um, he's like, <laughs> I, I think I said saying? this in the last uh, review that we did. Um, I think he, like, Speed, I think he's, like, good enough. And this, I feel like maybe he's right in that line of being good enough. He might not be quite there. Uh, but I still like him. Just I just think I just like Keanu. I can't help it. Um, but I think Patrick Swayze, like he does do a phenomenal job. And they do have a chemistry. I think there is a chemistry there, even if I don't feel like Keanu's doing the greatest job I've ever seen him do. This is like one of his earlier movies, isn't it? Yeah, this is before Speed. I think his biggest one before this was that um, Bill and Ted movie. Maybe they're just trying to play off of that, you know, because he's kind of a rocker bro. You know, he kind of has a he does California chill bro vibe in that movie. So maybe they thought he could play that up a little bit. You know, my concern is that he wasn't trying to play off of that. And it still (laughs) came off. I saw where like an interview he was like. Johnny Utah, he's like a total control freak, and he goes out there, and the ocean challenges him and makes him push it. And I was like, mm, pretty sure Johnny Utah was like a rocker bad boy just waiting for this opportunity his whole career. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Getting paid to surf. <laughs> yeah. I did not get the impression that he was a control freak. I, I didn't who think was he was a challenged. control freak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does. I think the challenge part might be there. I think he well, he, like he's challenged by the surfing, but he learns to love it, you know. Um, so that part maybe is there a little bit. Like a challenge, like that whole culture. I think is kind of a challenge at first, but he ingratiates himself pretty fast. So, yeah, I guess I feel like the ingratiating isn't the challenge. It's it's the 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 physical challenge itself of extreme sports. Though he he is pretty hard on getting them in prison you know and catching them regardless of everything that happens between him and patrick swayze that kind of keeps them going so i i can see a little bit of what he's talking about in them 
Yeah, that whole bromance thing. I think that's that's my favorite part about this movie too. Because I, I think just think Bodie Patrick Swayze's character Bodie is just kind of an interesting dude. They call him like a like a self made philosopher or whatever, and he's just got this weird like pushing things to the limit, almost like in like a very like uh, not harsh way, but like Hellraiser esque, like pushing to the extremes, <laughs> but like in terms of like adrenaline and stuff like that, rather than you know like pain and stuff. He's got to get that rush. Mm-hmm. He wants that fix. Because that's the closest you're going to be to God, is what he says. I do want to point out that Keanu Reeves beat Patrick Swayze for the MTV Movie Award for Most Desirable Male for this movie. <laughs> really? Wow. Man. He did. Mm. Well, that's a tough call, I guess. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it. You do get to see a, a lot of Keanu in this movie, too. Yeah. And Swayze. <laughs> that's true. But, but more of Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what gave him the edge. You know? Man, I don't know. I like that long hair on Swayze. Mm-hmm. Man, he looks cool. Even that, like, kind of... At first, I was like, that goatee looks a little goofy. But I was digging it towards him. I was like, yeah, this guy's Oh, awesome. yeah. What about Gary Busey? What about his vibe? How come he didn't get in this competition? Okay, am I crazy, or does he look so much better in this he than does. in, like, a lot of 80s stuff? Like Silver Bullet we watched a long time yes. ago? Yes. <laughs> Silver Bullet being the worst offender. <laughs> He's good in this. I like him. He's a little weird. He's a little manic. He might be a little much at times, but, hey, that's Gary Busey, so... <laughs> it's, it's good. I kind of enjoy him in this. Oh, yeah. I liked him a lot in this one. <laughs> was very reminiscent of our our cop duo in Speed, I thought. Or I guess, you know, Speed is reminiscent of the duo in this one. It's kind of crazy how they... Well, I guess, you know, maybe we can talk about that in the spoilers. I I'm, I'm feel like I'm starting to see some trends here, and I'm curious if they'll show up again later. <laughs> like summer blockbuster trends in general? Or? Yeah, like general summer blockbuster trends. Well, I guess, well, you know, here, here's a non-spoiler little tidbit one. You know, I mean, people driving on runways. You know, there's a brief scene of it in this movie. There's a scene of it in Speed. My, my wife and I just watched the Oceans movies for some more good old thriller action stuff. All of them, people driving on runways. Like going onto the highway? Like just driving their car up to the plane to get on the oh. plane. I gotcha. You know what? Yeah, I kind of forgot that was in this movie, but yeah. It's and in like all these movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's the classic trope. They gotta stop the airplane. <laughs> gotta show off show off those yeah, the airport, the planes. It makes the scale even bigger with those big old planes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Big old explosions if they blow it up too. I wanted to bring up the director of this movie is Catherine Bigelow, who has gone on to make very different movies later in her, her career. She did The Hurt Locker, um, Oscar-winning The Hurt Locker, I should say, and Zero Dark Thirty being two of my favorites from her. Yeah, those are both good movies. Dang, I hadn't looked. I haven't seen any. I don't think of her other movies besides this. I should check them out. Yeah, def- definitely check out those two. They're real good. Um, as she did K-19, The Widowmaker, too, so she's done 
She's got all of those. Well, K-19's more in Point Break's like kind of thing, I guess. More so than Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty anyways. <laughs> but but all the those two in particular have very good like characters and are very good at exploring the characters, which I think she has she has a good knack for that that helps this movie like pull through, you know, all the all the admittedly dumb stuff at times in it, but like we were saying, Swayze and um Keanu really stand out and their relationship stands out. So I think she's got a pretty good knack of telling character stories. I know she's really big on trying to do that in action movies. I feel like she's like the godmother of action. Always trying to like throw in a new little weird, you know, character analysis thing or different style of action, different way of shooting, always doing weird stuff. Oh, yeah. And it pays off, too. She's made some very good movies. I need to see more of the old ones, you know? I love this new stuff, but the old ones sound weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to go back and watch her, all of her stuff sometime, too. But one thing she always nails is that tension, man. Like, the tension. So there's a few parts in this that have extremely good, like, tension and build up for it i'll mention one of them in the spoilers which i think is the best part of the movie but it, it, it's interesting because the hurt locker is like one of the most intense movies you'll ever watch so it it's fun seeing her getting her knack for all that and these earlier movies yeah i mean there is some like yeah and i think a lot like we were saying with the character stuff i think a lot of it's driven by like character relationships and stuff too and just like, yeah, there's just like the not knowing what's going to happen next and with these characters, what the choices that lie before them, all this kind of stuff. It's it, she is really does an excellent job at, yeah, keeping you on your toes. I saw that she was uh, married to James Cameron while this was filming. And they they like kind of rewrote some of it together, which I kind of feel like shows, especially in the latter half of the film. You think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a couple really James Cameron-y moments later on. The stunts sometimes. They do some crazy stuff in this movie. I can see it. I mean, of course Cameron would be involved. It's got the sea in it. That man loves the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can smell a movie a mile away that's going to be about the sea. <laughs> you, you just start making a movie in the ocean or by the ocean. In Hollywood, and then one day James Cameron just shows up on set. It's like, what you doing? <laughs> just begin. You'll begin some shots of your actors, like in their boat, you know, or whatever. And then you'll just see like a little submarine pop up, and there's Cameron in there. He's watching. <laughs> he's filming. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a surfer. But enough about Cameron. Let's let's talk about this movie. I think spoilers from here on out. It sounds like so. What you guys got? for spoiler talk we're gonna break it down into the story and acting first and then visuals and audio well i guess while we're talking about it <laughs> i feel like later on right the surf scenes in the latter half of the movie they just get like gradually like bigger and crazier you know like as the movie progresses in terms of like what they're surfing the size of the waves 
it gets like stormier it seems like every time they go out and those towards the end were really cameron feeling to me lots of shots of waves crashing on rocks big nature shots and but i thought it was cool gotcha i don't know i mean it maybe it is i don't know i don't want to take away from Catherine bigelow's you know skill maybe she that's just rising up to the you know the tensions rising the waves are getting bigger things are starting to shake around it kind of thematically goes with the movie too i think oh totally i guess just like that in the uh the skydiving scene in particular there's just like an elegance in them that i feel like you see in a lot of cameron's work and they're more i don't know just kind of like the awe the the sheer terror and beauty of nature whereas i feel like she's very human character driven in her action no, yeah, I mean, those are great scenes. Like, the, there's some really cool, well, we're, we're just saying we're going to wait to talk about visuals, but just like the, I will just say it now, I guess. The, I mean, I love the, like, uh, the shots of, yeah, the skydiving. Like, some of that's like, how did they even do that? I'm sure they just, like, were hiding the parachute under, like, a jacket or something. I don't know, but some of that stuff is, like, really impressive. Like, when Keanu jumps out of the plane without a, uh, a parachute and after Swayze, it's like, oh my god, like, that is so cool, and so, like, I cannot imagine, like, skydiving scares me already, like, dang, and it's just, yeah, it's shot so well, it's mm, so epic. Yeah, that was nuts, and he jumped out of that plane after him, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that was a good scene, because Keanu's like, who packed my shoot? And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, because they juggled around the suits a lot. Oh, yeah, that was intense, too. But the, oh, the, the, the scene, scene after that, when he doesn't even have one, he just jumps out mm. of the plane. Yeah, gotcha. Because, yeah, that's when, what, Swayze, they, they, they realize, Swayze realizes that, yeah, Keanu's been in the FBI this whole time, so. I really liked it from that point on, when they, like, the surfers knew that Keanu um, was FBI, and from then I had no idea what was going to happen. I was, like, fully invested at that point. Same, Mike, same. That's when, like, it really came together for me. Because it really, it focuses less on the, the surfer bro stuff and gets more into, like, the the crime drama and the relationship drama thing after that. And so I I loved it. Like, like, like you said, Mike, that part when they take them skydiving and they're switching the pack around, I was thought for sure they are going to, like, not give him one, you know, no parachute. So that, that whole scene was so intense. And it's like, you don't even know until he finally pulls his chute. And then I was like, oh my God, they didn't try to kill him. What? And even Keanu doesn't pull it. He actually like, he pretty much makes uh, Patrick Swayze do it for him. Cause I think he still doesn't trust it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thought they're going to kill him and he was going to grab on the Swayze. <laughs> yep. He was hanging on the Swayze. He's like, after you, you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a great scene. It, I mean, it's just like a, such an interesting friendship that they have that I just, I love that Swayze doesn't just turn like, I mean, he's still kind of evil. Obviously he kidnaps Keanu's girlfriend and <laughs> threatens her life. But like, he's like, it's more of like a recruitment thing. It feels like it's what he's trying to do there. He's like, yeah, you know what? You could, you're, you're one of us, man. You can just chill with us, just go skydiving, you know, maybe rob a bank every once in a while, but why don't you just come with us for a while? It'll be fine. I, yeah, I definitely got that vibe too. TV. Like they were trying to indoctrinate him into their, like, surfer adrenaline rush cult thing they had going. And the 
what was interesting to me too, and I I liked Keanu for this. I feel like he played into that dynamic really interestingly because you could tell. At least I thought. I was like, man, he's digging this adrenaline stuff. He likes it. He's got a taste for it. And I didn't know if he was going to join him or not. That's like the whole crux of the later half of this movie is, is, is he going to join him or is he going to stay on the straight and narrow path? So they say, you know, and that really, that really adds a lot to the last half of this movie. And I like how, um, Patrick Stacey characters Bodie is his name, right? Bodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it kind of like subverts at least expectations that I would usually have about a movie where it's like, okay, so he's hanging around this girl. Okay. Bodie's going to get jealous of that, you know, and it's going to be kind of an antagonistic relationship, but no, Bodie's like totally chill with it for the most part. He's like, Oh yeah. You know, hang out. We're fine. You know, he's a little weird at times but he's like very friendly and welcoming he's like hanging out with Keanu inviting him to do stuff like when they are playing football and Keanu just like takes him down you know when they tackles him I was like oh this is gonna start a big old rivalry but no Patrick says oh yeah this guy's great you know like that's awesome man you know he's so chill I I just really like that they don't go for that antagonistic angle they really do become like yeah brothers in this surfing kind of thing man it's the thing the thing I don't know what to call it. So I I listen to this uh, this Gundam podcast from time to time, right? So I guess, you know, shout out to Mobile Suit Breakdown over there. Thanks, guys, for this tidbit. And they, they talk about how in a lot of animes, and I, I've been keeping an eye out this, for this in our movies too, right? There's a trope from back in old-timey, like, samurai days, right? Where, like, a slightly older dude kind of takes on a slightly younger dude in, like, a mentor relationship... And there's like a bit of a rivalry, but it's friendly, you know, the young dude trying to surpass him. But maybe also he's teaching him everything in life, you know, maybe maybe showing him how to, you know, be uh, be effective at being intimate. Huh. And I just kind of feel like they are vicariously accomplishing that with uh, Tyler. <laughs> He's kind of like a wingman, a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, didn't work out for me, but you go right ahead, dude. And it's not like malicious or like, you know, being like, oh, sloppy seconds, you know. It's not like that at all. He's just like, yeah, you do it because that's going to be good for both of you. He's so interesting as like an antagonist because he's not like a bad guy, you know? Like he's... He's robbing banks, yeah, but he's doing it as safe as possible, I suppose you could say, um, until the end, which we should talk about that, because I think that's kind of a, not really a character assassination, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get there. But, you know, he's like, it's like, we could do this, we can steal some money to get back at the man, and we can keep doing our thing, and no one's going to get hurt, and we're just going to... Like, we're just going to live our life and do what we like, you know? So it's not like your typical antagonist at all. Yeah, that's what makes him interesting to me, because I don't know. Like, he says that to all the other people, but deep down, I don't know if that's... I think that maybe that's the thing he tells himself, but I, I don't know. I think maybe he is driven by more of a base, just like adrenaline, upping the stakes, you know, every time, and, you know, getting a little crazier, like, with he wants to go on the giant wave that, Sounds like it'll probably kill him if he does it in Australia or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. 
I, I, I find that really interesting because, yeah, he's always going on about this philosophy, but at some point you start to kind of doubt that because of his actions, like you're saying at the end, where it's like, well, I think maybe it's more of a selfish thing too. Like it's not as he kind of acts a little holier than now, but deep down, I think it is just kind of he's kind of a junkie himself. You know, he's, he's addicted to the thrill. I hadn't thought of that. That that makes that last bank robbery uh, make more sense. <laughs> Although I'm not keen on that last bank robbery either, Dan. I I kind of take issue with it. I mean, even I see what you're saying, TV. I just, I don't know. It just feels so random, so, so sudden, out of place. Yeah. Like, I guess we can talk about it since we're at it. Like, hip, so this thing, right, is that they just go in, they're in there for like 90 seconds or something. They take all the petty cash in the cash drawers or whatever, and they go, right? They don't hit anything big. They don't shoot guns at people or anything. But then the one time when, like, all the nerves are on edge and they've got Keanu with them hostage, basically, and they make him go in there with them, he's like, all right, this is the time I'm going to I'm going to rob the vault, you know, and it's and then, of course, everything goes down and all the bad stuff happens at that point. And then he kills somebody. It just like it doesn't make sense that he would do it right then and there, you know. It doesn't follow his character, I don't think. Like, if he'd been up in the stakes throughout some of these robberies, then yeah, I could see it. But yes, he, he just decides to do it right at this point. It kind of feels like they're forcing it a bit. I think for me, it's just that they set a precedence early on that they've been doing these bank heists for two years now, and they've done them exactly the same and never killed anybody. So, like, even if he is, like, looking to up the stakes and, like, you know, have an even more intense extreme heist, it just, I don't know, it seems like a lot to me that he'd not only bring along the FBI agent chasing him, but then also change up the formula and not tell his gang in advance. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. I kind of can see that now. It did feel a little rushed to me, but I could kind of um, make it in my mind because they were bringing Keanu along. Like, he was definitely up and up the tension there because i mean he's taking the fbi agent there and he's seeing everything and they take keanu without a mask too like the rest of them are wearing masks i thought that was interesting um that they didn't give him a mask so they're trying to screw him over <laughs> yeah they say you gotta come to mexico with us or face the music it does seem like maybe one um intensely like level up too high for where it should have been but I guess I kind of go back. They have like a conversation, him and his squad, like they're talking about, they realize that Keanu's part of the FBI and like the smart thing to do really is just to kill him, right? Or like get rid of him or something like, or leave, you know, but Patrick Swayze, like all that's what all his like members are saying is basically, well, we got to take care of him. We got to get rid of him. And so he's like, no, man, this just ups the stakes. You know, I think that's where like he realizes that there's a whole new level that he can reach now. And I don't know, that, that conversation kind of, sold me on it where i thought okay he's kind of losing it like he's obviously he's not doing this as a smart you know way to get money he's being you know doing it the, the best way possible he's he's a, he's more hooked on the, the 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 upping the ante the next level with keanu and the fbi and all that and they're probably like they're wanting to get a big score because they're like okay they're on to us now so we've got to get all that we can you know that's true they're desperate yeah 
Well, and like he says, right, they, that they can't leave yet because they need more money, so they gotta get more. Yeah, it it's shaky. It it it's one of those writing things that it's like I think it it's kind of shaky on how it plays out, but it, yeah, I, I've got problems with it, but I see what they're going for too. It's just not it's not super tight, which I mean, this movie's not super tight in general. I yeah, I did want to bring up like that scene is filmed pretty well and it's pretty intense. Well, it's going on like it it seems to me like yeah, it is maybe a little too much, but it's still done so well that I don't mind. The the off-duty cop too I think's a bit shaky, you know, cuz there's no way he thought he would get away against five dudes robbing the bank by just him and the security guard. Some people are just crazy, you know. They got the gun, they think they can do something. You never know. It's just that I buy it. Yeah. It's still though, it's like mm, it's kind of shaky for me still. That just adds to it all. That that's like my the worst part of the story for me is that last robbery where everything goes down. Everything else, I mean, it's not great writing-wise, but you know, it's pretty fun. I do really like where it leads to afterwards, though, right? Because you get to see how Keanu's just like Patrick Swayze, but on the other end, right? He's like, I'm going to do everything in my power to get get these guys, which gets Gary Busey killed, which was very sad. And it's like he he's so on to getting them that it's to his detriment and to his friend's detriment as well. Yeah, because I assume Bodie would just let Tyler go after that, right? I, I guess I don't know, but um, he didn't have to go after him. He'd go to jail, I guess, is the, the issue. <laughs> yeah, and that whole like sequence of them on the plane, and yeah, like we said, with Keanu jumping out, his buddy, who, Bodie's friend who got shot, has to like jump out of the plane as well. Oh, I love <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's all he's totally bought in on this. He thinks. Yeah, he's going to make it. But. He's so dead when they get down there to the ground. I love when it like pans around. You see Keanu and Swayze uh, just rolling around in their parachute. <laughs> and there's just their dead friend over there, just dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was nuts, though. I couldn't believe it when he jumped out of the plane to get him. I was like, oh, my God. I saw somewhere, too, that. They like investigated that on Mythbusters and they concluded that it's plausible that you could actually do that. Wow. I would I would never try, but it's good to know, I guess. Yeah. If I'm in that situation, <laughs> well, all right. It's fair. It's it's so good because he's got Keanu's got nothing to lose at that point, and he's just like Patrick Swayze. They're just on the opposite sides of the law. <laughs> yeah, that's just what Tyler told him. Is like he'll take you to the edge, and then he'll throw you off of it. Like you'll you'll you'll, you'll jump off there with him. Like you'll go too far. That's kind of what he does. He just jumps right off the edge. No parachute. It kind of works out for him, but yeah, it's <laughs> he goes to that ultimate extreme. And that scene just makes my knees hurt. <laughs> How many times does he bust his dang knee in this movie? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and it's already like an injured knee. Yeah. That made me cringe each time. I was like, oh. Yeah, he sells that. That does look like it hurts. <laughs> he does. He did a real good job selling it. 
<laughs> were any of you guys fooled by the like roughneck surfers that he meets at the beginning that like beat him up in the shower or whatever? Do you guys think that was the real bank robbers? No, uh, no. I I knew as soon as he met Bodie that that yeah. was <laughs> that was the bank robbers. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. I think <laughs> not much mystery there, but I'm okay with it. I don't. I definitely don't mind. Ooh, you know, not much mystery, but I do really like the scene when he like realizes that it is Bodie and his crew of like dudes. And he like sees the four guys on the wave together. <laughs> oh. He sees the guy moon him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a great scene. He's like, you looks like you've seen a ghost. And it's like, oh, yeah, yes, he knows. He sees him and then she says that and it like cuts back to yeah. Gary Busey saying like, they're ghosts. They just like bounced. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't really need that. Okay. <laughs> it's so cheesy. I yeah, loved it. But it was kind of <laughs> Just good. in case you forgot. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tyler kind of nailed it. I think we got what he was saying, but you know what? Just in case you missed it. Let's get Gary Busey in here. He's persuasive. <laughs> I did like their dynamic the four of them like when they were in the the president masks and robbing the bank they were making all those political jokes and stuff about them that was so good i love the richard nixon guy yeah i am not a crook (laughs) (laughs) we're implementing our own deregulation (laughs) that guy was selling it he loved that yeah it's Pretty funny, and it's kind of creepy too. Those masks are a little disturbing, I think. Like when you can like see their live eyes behind them. Ugh. Oh yeah, when he like when he's chasing Swayze, and then he does the close up on him. I, I mean, the scene where they realize who's like chasing them too, when uh, Keanu shows up, and like they just kind of stare at him, and like oh, and then Swayze stops his partner from shooting him. Like, oh. That's so good. Oh, man. I, I wrote that in my notes a lot. I was just like, oh, man, this is so cool. This is so good. <laughs> like, I just love the, like, the, the, the relationship. Like, oh, man, because, yeah, he stops the guy from shooting Keanu, and then later Keanu can't shoot him. He shoots in the air instead, which you would think would be cheesy, and maybe it is a little cheesy, but it's still awesome. Oh, I love it. He sells it. I feel like it makes it even kind of not cheesy. Like, having seen Hot Fuzz and even knowing that, like, there's like a goofy satire about that exact scene. And I was like, man, it's going to come and I'm going to crack up. And I was like, nah, this it is awesome. Yeah. These the are guy brothers. <laughs> the guy from Hot Fuzz is right. It's epic. It's a it great is. scene. There's so much intense <laughs> eye contact from Swayze. Yeah. Right yeah. now. <laughs> he has, they both hesitate. Yeah. They're just looking at each other. Oh man. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I think it all just goes back to those two and they're, the bromance it's so good man i just like i just like them hanging out together like they're just oh man i don't know and in the end it's, it's kind of sad like you're glad that like final showdown at the giant wave where he gets he finally he lets him go for one last surf to die basically oh man that was sad good send-off i loved it yeah it is pretty cool to see these two action dudes like I don't know, just like being together in the same movie. You know, I feel like Swayze is one of those early, you know, kung fu. I don't know. What, what do you even call that kind of like flavor of actor? Like Chuck Norris, kung fu. Martial artist. Yeah, you know, but not like they're not like, you know, martial artist like um, like Bruce Lee would be in a movie. They're like 
rough and tumble back alley kung fu guys. Yeah, street fighters. Yeah. I don't know, these these two dudes who are paragons of the street fighters. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun watching like two big action stars go head to head in a movie. That's always a good time. Man, I love yeah, Swayze even busts out some like sidekicks and stuff. Like he is he's doing some cool moves against those uh roughneck surfer guys than like nazis or whatever they call them he's like he has some good fighting moves it's cool i saw that Catherine bigelow wanted them to like do their own fight scenes and i mean obviously swayze was super on board with that i think he's always done almost all of his own stunts yeah i mean keanu's known for that too i wonder if he was he maybe that's what kind of yeah i, I kind of wonder if this like inspired him or impacted him to really double down on that I like, too, how Keanu, like, totally acts completely different after that chase, um, where he chases Swayze, right? Like, <laughs> I, I thought it was silly that he didn't, like, try and disguise himself any since he was undercover when he was chasing him, you know? But then, like, afterwards, when they show up, that they're just all pretending at that point like they're like they would have totally known just by how he was acting <laughs> at that point yeah that was great i mean yeah it's just i i feel so sad for keanu because it feels like yeah he like he really legitimately enjoyed this like new click he found and the the surfing lifestyle like that seems like it really fits him it really suits him he finally found a place he can belong but it's all based off a lie i mean it's the kind of the classic you know, undercover thing, I think, a little bit. He went too deep and he learned to love it. But, I mean, hey, it seemed not good for him. Like, and then, yeah, everything falls apart because it happens to be friends with, yeah, crazy bank robber guys. <laughs> I guess at least he falls in love with, you know, uh, uh, a cool sport that he can go and do. And, yeah, it's not like drug making or bank yeah. robbing. or <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> the, the classic trope. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you there, TV. I think, for me, the scenes when he's actually a cop felt more out of place than him with, like, the surfer gang for most of the movie. Like, it still kind of fit, but it was a little jarring and different. And I like that we got that duality. But, yeah, I agree. He fits the surfer vibe more than the cop vibe, I think. I love when he goes into the offices with the surfboard. That cracks me up. Just the imagery of that. It's like he's holding it, just walking around. People are all looking at him. Weird. It's so funny. Sticks out. Like, I can't lock the car. <laughs> yeah. His boss is like yelling at him. He's like, well, do you have anything new to report? I'm not paying you to go out there and surf. And he's like, I caught my first wave today or something like that. He feels weird in that environment. I don't know. Yeah, I, it might just be due to, I, like I said, the Keanu's performance. I don't think it's that great in this. I just feel like he kind of feels clunky when he's in the, the FBI offices. And he still kind of feels clunky on the beach, but it seems like he's having more fun on the beach, too. It feels really right to me when he's running around with Gary Busey and they're doing, like, stakeouts and stuff together. Just the two of them. Kind of like a dragged across concrete kind of partnership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eating food in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Gary Busey's like, you know, I'm old, washed up. I'm never going to be more than a detective. You know, what can I do for you, young buddy? Man, that. So I guess that's my biggest nitpick is that they miss the robbers coming in because. Gary Busey orders, wants Keanu to go pick him up two sandwiches at the store. And Gary Busey's 
laughing maniacally to himself as he's reading like the comics in the newspaper. That's why they missed the robbers showing up. Like <laughs> we're two for two on movies that don't show the LAPD in the best light now. Yeah. I guess. Well, they're the FBI. They're not. Even oh yeah, there. they are FBI, aren't they? My bad. That sounds like a story I'd read. You know. Yeah. Like something that would actually happen. Like I love that scene. I think that's hilarious. She's like. Two, give me two. And Keanu does not get him two. He orders one for himself and one for Gary Busey. And he comes back and Gary Busey, oh, I can't believe I'm so excited you got me the two sandwiches. Like he's about to be very disappointed. Um, <laughs> like but, you should have got me three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but nah, that might be my biggest nitpick. It's just, I don't know. That feels like, it. <laughs> that feels kind of forced just so they had to miss it for some reason, I guess. It was funny, but it was kind of goofy too. Yeah, I I did really like their relationship, him and Gary Busey. Like it, it's weird. Keanu had a, a fun dynamic with hit both the other both the other two dudes, right? Gary Busey and Patrick Swayze. That's true. Yeah, it's like a two sides. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, he kind of has a bromance with Busey as well. We don't explore it as much, which maybe that would have been kind of cool to have like a polling on both sides. I have one more thing about the story. I was curious what you guys thought about it. The love story. Oh. With Keanu. And uh, uh, what, what's what's her Tyler. character's name? Tyler, yeah. Lori Petty. Her character. I Honestly, I was okay with it. I wish she was kind of in the movie more, to be honest. I feel like she kind of got shafted because... That was an interesting dynamic Keanu's character had, too. Their romance, I was okay with it. I liked it a lot, yeah. I think she's, yeah, she does a great job in this movie. I liked it, too. They bonded over a similar interest, which is very, like, relatable, you know? <laughs> and then things just went on from there, so it didn't feel forced. It felt natural. Um, Yeah, I would have liked her to be in it more, too, actually. I felt like it felt really forced at the end. Yeah, when she's like clinging on him or whatever. Yeah, like she's forgiven him for lying about his dead parents and just making up a fake bond for them to have. Like she's like, well, this was traumatic, so it's all good now. He did save her too, but it, it is tropey. Yeah, I agree. It was a very interesting dynamic for Keanu's character as well. Because he... You could tell he just did it for his job at the start, but he was also, like, interested, too. And then it slowly became more to him. Well, you know what they say about relationships that form out of high-intensity situations. <laughs> <laughs> we do from the last episode. They never work out. Yeah. They probably don't. Keanu looks pretty rough and tumble at the end of this, so I feel like he's kind of a the, the rugged cop kind of thing. The detective traveling the world. They don't resolve that, do they? It it would fit with his character to like brush her aside just to get his mark, like he did with Gary Busey. Like, was it worth it, Keanu? I don't know. Maybe if he threw away his badge, so I guess. Guess yes. not. <laughs> no, no, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what does that mean? Is he done being a cop, or is he just mad? He's done. I think he lost everything he liked and cared about doing this one thing for the law so he's like i'm done and now that he's got his guy he doesn't need the law anymore 
He's going to take the law into his hands and going to be the surf ninja. What do you think he's going to do? Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be like a surf vigilante? <laughs> Is he going to so. rob banks? I, I mean. I, I like to think he's just, you know, the lonely surfer who just goes out every morning and does it. He's on early retirement. That's all he does now. Lives a life of peace. Oh, the old classic ex-Special Forces guy living in a shack on the beach. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then one day, the FBI come up to him. Hmm. The guy you thought you got, he might be not as dead as we thought he was. <laughs> Man, this is their time. Now that Keanu's in, like, John Wick shape? Oh, yeah. Do it. Come on. Old man, Johnny Utah. What did you guys think? Any visual? We talked about. Well, I talked about the visuals a little bit. I guess we we talked about it a little bit, right? But what did you guys think about that? They're pretty good, I will say. Just like all the extreme sports stuff is very well filmed, especially the the skydiving. I mean, that looks legit. I think some some of the shots for that were legit, but the ones with the actors were they were on like cranes and stuff. But it looks like it's legitimate, like completely real. Yeah, I I agree. I liked uh, the visuals in this. I liked the, the coloring of the movie, too. It felt very, like, real and grounded for most of it. Uh, I appreciate that. But what I liked most, I think, about the filming was there was some really cool handheld shots when they were running in and robbing the banks. Like, it made me want to play some Payday. Like, usually... I'm more picky about some handheld shots and shooting, but it looked perfect for those scenes and built up the tension really intense in the bank robbing scenes, especially. I was loving all of that. Like there's one shot when they open up the van windows or doors and they all just jump out and the camera like follows them as they storm into the bank. I was like, ooh. And the chase too. Like I think they filmed both of those the same way. I was reading something about it. They did something special to make it work like it does, and it they pulled it off because it does look really good. Because you get you get the handheld nature, like Mike was saying, but it's not like shaking all over the place, you know. Either one of my favorite shots, I think, was in the chase scene where the they stop at that gas station, and then the Bodie's just like got the flamethrower and fuel nozzle, like burning everything oh, around. Oh yeah. Him. That was so cool looking, man. Yeah, they're they're just it's all framed and looks really epic. Whenever there is something cool going on, I love when his crew is like, "Why is he taking yeah. so long? What is he doing <laughs> over there?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? He's got a flamethrower, gas pump, like <laughs> that, what? <laughs> that's what's taking so long." <laughs> like, come on, you're just jealous that you don't have a gas station <laughs> pump flamethrower <laughs> I think they wanted to leave maybe I mean I'm sure they did want to leave but <laughs> that's awesome I don't know if it would work in reality but I loved it hey it doesn't matter yeah with the scene like that I don't care I'm just like oh my god and yeah that's just cool it's just so cool I you know I also really liked the FBI raid on the like Nazi coke dealing surfer guy's house that was really intense mm, that lawnmower scene is awesome Ooh, yes that was real good 
you know, and then I, I love how that woman taking the shower comes out and just beats the crap out of Keon, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of really cool action scenes in this. I for, totally forgot about the raid. I can't believe I forgot about that. Man, and that definitely plays into like the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty later, setting up those like realistic like SWAT room clearing sequences. Ugh, so cool. Oh yeah, the one in Zero Dark Thirty is so good. <laughs> oh, it's a cool scene. I don't, I've been really on this whole like Sicario kind of kick lately, looking for movies that have that really tight, slow paced, intense kind of thing, and mm, that scene really scratched that itch, man. But what about the music? You guys got any thoughts on the the tunes in this? Loved it. What what were they? I don't remember. Uh, well, there was a couple like um, rock songs or something. I didn't recognize them, um, but I, I thought they're good. They ma- match the tone. They're kind of yeah, like sounds like something a surfer would listen to in the nineties, I guess. Yeah, there's a killer Hendrix song playing when they go to the uh, the house party. Oh, that's, that's right. House. Yeah. Speaking of visuals, that's another really cool like shot scene of like a first person view through the party. I, I like that a lot. But uh, I, I I like the music for the most part. I mean, I think like the first like opening theme, like when like the waves are going and the people are just surfing, like it's really epic sounding. It, it really like gives a vibe of yeah, like the gravitas of and the like. I don't know the coolness of the water and stuff. I I love the beginning theme and like the ending theme with the music where like he's like watching Bodhi go out into the the giant wave to die. That was good. I do remember that. That's high quality stuff. The rest I didn't really notice um, besides like the rock songs and stuff. I think Rat wrote the credits song for the movie. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was a banger. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot they had a credit song. Yeah. I thought that was good, too. I listened to the entire song. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> yeah, I just sat there after, like, mmm. This is pretty, like, pretty groovy. Mm, <laughs> the vibe, nice. pretty good. Um, the audio was okay. I didn't, like, have any standout, so for, for me, that's, like, perfectly fine. It's doing what it needs to do, except I did like the audio on the guns. When they shoot the guns, the guns kind of sound a little video gamey, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a vibe. I like that. And I guess the waves sound really good, too, I think. Just, like, the crashing water. Uh, very powerful. Well, yeah. You know what? I guess I'm particularly curious about your grievances, because I feel like we're kind of starting to wrap up here, coming to a close. But I gotta say, gang, I, I, I don't really know where I stand yet. So, I mean, yeah, if anybody has some more good points to throw out. I mean, I liked the movie, okay? I did. I love it, in fact. Oh, well, I think that answers the question. Well, right? I need, I need something it. to push me over, push me over <laughs> okay. the edge to the next level. Think, think about the writing, Fox. The writing's dumb. There's so many dumb lines and stuff in it. See, and I'm kind of with you. That's kind of why I'm where I'm at, <laughs> you know? But think about the, the execution. They nail it. It's, it just it works even with the dumbness. It's part of the vibe, dude. It's part of the vibe. Man, movie. it does have a heck Point of a Point Break vibe. is a vibe, man. Just think of Swayze and Keanu staring at each other, bromancing in the ocean. This is what I actually needed, was just some peer pressure. <laughs> For, think of those two, and then, then just forget that they're, they're what's holding the movie together. They're the glue what? that makes it work. <laughs> That's right. And with, without them, it just falls apart. 
But luckily we got it. It's Gorilla Glue. It's it's real <laughs> Gorilla Glue. And it's stinky at sometimes too, you know. Like it's going to melt and evaporate away. Man, get out get out of here. Get off this beachhead. <laughs> this is my area to surf. Shoot, shoot. Have we rode the wave in? And I'm ready for the overall presentation here. The tide's coming in. We're packing away our surfboards, but it's time to decide where will this land? Hmm. Well, we uh, we have a scale that we use to rate these movies. I guess from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all going to give our own spiels. Uh, I'm very curious now to see what Fox is going to say. He seems conflicted. Hmm. Excellent. Juicy. That's juicy drama right there. But before we get to that, uh, hmm. You know, uh, it's been a rough road, guys. You know, those last few years, I've really, I've really enjoyed uh, this podcast and recording. But I've got a confession: I've been undercover the whole time. I'm in the FBI. What? what? Because I've, I've been trying to track down this legendary podcaster who keeps recording all these episodes. He's always seeking the thrills. He always wants to be first in line to record. He's so fast, and I'd like to announce that I finally caught him. And then on this episode, it's an exclusive to run the reel. Uh, <laughs> it's Mike. It was Mike the whole time. The legendary Mike. My cover's been blown yet again, boys. You know I'm a junkie at going yeah. first. He's a junkie. He can't stop himself. I, I can't stop. <laughs> kind of like my opinions on this movie. I can't stop. It. You know, like I've heard Point Break is a pretty good movie for a while. And I have to agree with them. Point Break is a vibe. Just the like bromance between uh, Patrick Swayze and Keanu alone is amazing. Like I like bromance movies and the dynamics, and this is a very interesting one. It's like I've never seen anything like it. It's got some intense scenes. It's got some pretty cool twists and some good action. Um, so yeah, Point Break is definitely a, a buy it from Mike. Well, all right, you know, as I said, pretty conflicted, but I totally agree with pretty much everything Mad Mike said there. I mean, I, this is my conundrum, right? You know, we, we in our last episode, we did Speed, and I gotta say, I love Speed, and to be quite frank, I, I think I liked Speed more than Point Break. You know, I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time. I just really felt a, like an intensity that gripped me the whole movie, and this definitely, uh kind of follows more of what I guess what we, we we consider now to be a contemporary summer blockbuster with those goofy kind of dumb comedy moments thrown in that are still great. Like, I, I think I'll still probably be revisiting Speed more often, but I this is like a piece of movie history, you know? You got Swayze and Keanu, two iconic action stars. How can you not love them both? You've got Surfers robbing banks, an original track by Rat... I mean, I don't know. I think it's a buy for me, but it's a soft buy. I don't know how often I'll revisit, but I guess I'll be glad to know I can say I own it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a, <laughs> what yep. a positive note to end on. Thank you. They they call me a new age philosopher. It's, uh, yeah, that's right. This, may, this one wasn't quite extreme enough for you, I guess. Not like speed. But yeah, I, I really like this movie. I like. I, I think I would even go as far as I love this movie. I think it's awesome. It's kind of a stupid concept. Like I was talking to my 
my parents about this. I don't know, back when I first watched it. And I was like, just telling you the plot synopsis of this is going to make you not want to watch it because it sounds stupid. But it's like, it, and it, I mean, and it, they pull it off, which I think is amazing. Like, yeah, I mean, Patrick Swayze, I think, is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Keanu, I love him. And I think he does. Uh, I keep, I, I've crapped on him a lot, I feel like, in the last two. But, you know, but I love him no matter what. And I think he did okay. He did he did good. Um, but not as good as Swayze. And I think Lori Petty also is really good in this. She's very likable. Uh, I really wanted yeah, Keanu and her to, you know, work it out and become you know, I don't know, a couple, a thing, official, strong. I didn't want it to get ruined by Keanu's undercover antics, but alas, it does. Uh, Yeah, look, this is great. I've watched this, I think, three times this year already. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, this is really good. I like it a lot. It's a, it's a buy. It's weird because I think last week I said that I thought that it was like fairly, like it's still over the top speed, but it's kind of, grounded ish like it's not too much and this movie i feel like is way more over the top and not as grounded but it is i don't know i don't know it's weird i, I think i like point break more than speed but i think that there's things in speed that are better but overall i, I think but mike was saying the vibe man the point break it's just it's kind of it is kind of dumb and goofy at times but i think that just adds to it rather than hurts it for me so yeah i'm gonna give it the buy yeah you know this is a, a dumb movie um, that has some really interesting moments in it, uh, mainly with uh, the, our main two leads in this one. But it it's fun. It's a blockbuster, you know, all that stuff we've talked about. It's all right. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, personally. It's got its moments, don't get me wrong, that I think are really good and really strong. But, you know, I didn't really start vibing with it, I guess, is uh, what we've been saying for this until like that halfway mark. And then that's when I kind of got hooked in on it. That that first half, though, I, I could take it or leave it for the most part. So I'm just going to give it a watch. I prefer speed much more over this. Um, I think at one point... TV said that this was better than Top Gun, but I... What? a hundred percent. When did he say that? I will not agree to that. No. Top Gun is much, no, no, no. much better than Point Break. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but I a hundred percent stand by that. <laughs> I will grant you this is the sassy cousin to Top Gun, but is it superior? Mmm... It's not too hard to be superior to Top Gun, though, to be fair. How dare you say this? But, <laughs> but yeah, it it's fine. I get why people like it, and I like it for those reasons, too. It's got a lot of goofy, fun stuff in it. And I like seeing um, Catherine Bigelow's early work, too, and how she develops as a filmmaker throughout her career. I want to watch more of her stuff because I like, I like all her movies. I like this one, too. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like it that much. <laughs> so just to watch Dang. it for me. <laughs> that is fair. That's all right. Yeah, it is. It's a kind of a weird movie, but yeah, I was not something I ever thought I would love. That's for sure. But I was surprised. I get why you like it so much. I totally get it. I have been thinking about it like in the back of my mind since we watched it. So so who who's next? Who's got this pick? for uh, our next summer blockbuster movie. You know, I'm I'm jumping in here. 
Um, what I originally wanted to pick, I don't think fits in the summer blockbuster like category because it didn't come out in the summer like I thought it did. Oh, but I got another pick. One, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'm taking it back to August 5th, 1983 with Tom Cruise and oh, Risky no. Business. Hey! Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were about to watch Top Gun. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to throw you guys. That's why I did it. I was like, they're going to think I'm picking Top Gun. But no, I've never seen Risky Business. Um, and apparently it is a summer blockbuster. Okay. Have you guys seen this, any of you? No. Nope. I have. My parents love this movie. I won't lie, I almost, I went on a, a movie watch and tear this weekend, and I almost watched this, because I think it was oh. on HBO Max. <laughs> a good pick, then. Yep. But... In the meantime, if any of you listeners want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can uh, email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Let us know what you think about Point Break. Is it an action classic? Is it not that great? Do you think, yeah, it's even a pass? Is it even worse than we've been saying? Oh, God. Uh, you could, yeah, let us know. Um, if you love it as much as some of us did, if you're kind of the Dan. Or if you're even lower than that, uh, I'll I'll still listen to you, even if I do love this movie so much. I'll still hear you out, I suppose. Is it better than Top Gun? If you say yes, oh, please let me know. Oh, please. Validate me. Say yes. Or say no. Yes, Top say Gun's yes. better. <laughs> it's, it's convenient that Terry, uh, you know, records or like puts these together now. Yeah, thanks for that little clip, Dan. <laughs> Say yes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I got a little sound bite right there. Excellent. <laughs> now I don't even have to look for the two individuals. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them now. Yeah, get in contact with us. Tell us your thoughts on it as well. And what are some summer blockbusters you like? Let us oh, know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Send in maybe some requests or something. We'd love to hear from you. I do like a good blockbuster, so I'm happy for recommendations. But yeah, thanks for listening to us tonight. Thanks for going on the vibe trip with us out to the ocean with Point Break. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off. Is it better than Top Gun? If you say yes, oh, please let me know. Oh, please. Validate me. Say yes.